your girl Raya X with the Raya X show, and today we have Aaron King. <laughs> yes, bitch. So tell us, where are you from? I'm from New York City, Brooklyn. Well, no, I'm really from Long Island. Ooh. Um, born and raised in Hempstead. Grew up in kind of Long Island, but like middle school, moved to Brooklyn, and really? I did middle school. High school in Brooklyn. I just finished my last senior year month oh. of senior year in Long Island, oh, and really? I was just saw graduate on time. So, tell me, what was it like growing up in New York? It was like I don't know how to say. Like, a year was tough, but it was different. Like, I don't know. New York had a grind about it to you. Like, oh. every day I left the house. I always had in my mind, like, a way to grind or what am I going to do to grind? Like, I need a way of, you know. You know, trying to make money and trying yeah. to Yeah. Did so, it feel more like you... Like, a everyday hustle type thing. I, okay. was, I was always looking for my next hustle. I like that mindset, being able to, you know, do what you got to do to make mm-hmm. your money and, right. you know, survive. So, tell me, um... Sorry, y'all. You've been smoking... No, we always keep that green, you know what I'm saying? We only smoke that good shit. We don't smoke no weak shit out here. I'm so dead. Oh god. So so tell me, um, what made you come to Atlanta? Um I didn't wanna go. Really? <laughs> no, my mom she made me move. Um she kind of just wanted a fresh start, and I kind of was like, I just finished my first year of high college. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not trying to move. Like, I got to pay for higher state college fees, you know, out-of-state yeah, college fees. Long, and I'm long. like, I don't want to pull out a loan just to go to college, you right. know, that I'm like, that's going to be a lot. And I thought about working. I worked for my father. He had his own he still has his own auto body shop in New York. Oh, really? And I, I worked on cars, so I'm like, what am I going to do? And Like, what are you going to do after mm-hmm. that? Okay, so what did you go to school for? I went to school. My major was business administration. Okay. That's Most, there's a lot of people that don't even have mm-hmm. a degree. You I don't. I don't. Can't finish. <laughs> but you can always go back, though. Yeah, but different plans, you know. For like colleges, for some people now at this point in my life, um, like shout out to all the people that go to school. I feel like there are some people that need to go to school: doctors, nurses, lawyers, architects, things of that nature. All those people need to go to school. Why? Because they need to learn that way of business. You don't want to kill somebody, create the wrong structure that breaks down, but. Yes, you can in business, but yes, you don't. If you have the business mindset, I've always been around business and businesses, small businesses, big businesses. But that's a good that's a good crowd to surround yourself with because right. you don't want to surround yourself with people that don't have anything going on in their lives. Right. Like just fucking around, doing bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I got some real world knowledge out of everything. Exactly. So tell me, um, I heard you're into photography. Mm-hmm. So, I am. so I am. what made you start getting into photography? Um, honestly, I told myself I'm gonna start my YouTube channel. Ooh. Shout out to YouTube. Check, look for it in the next either week or two. I say two, but definitely. I definitely will be posting on my website as soon as it drops. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> and um, honestly, the reason why I installed my YouTube channel one in the beginning, I wanted to do it with my friends. And I don't know. I just always felt like. The friends YouTube, I always wanted to do that. I always loved the vibe to those videos. So I always felt like I could create that with my friends. But things work out differently in life. So I kind of am in a point now where I'd rather do things on my own. And I'm learning to do things on my own. So it took me a while to start things because I'm thinking of how I want to go about my channel. Does it want to be one specific topic? How will I make it all topics without putting myself in one box? Like, yeah. Okay, so 
with with that being said, have you thought about like doing anything else, like podcasts or like acting or have you thought about I've those done, kind of things? I've done acting. I've done never done a podcast. Always trying to do a podcast, but that's just I don't know. I like the whole video aspect. But podcasts, you can do it. You can have a visual, and you can have an audio. You're right. Because that's what I, that's what we're doing. Like. Right. Clean you know? radio, girl. That's yeah, exactly. That's the Your thing. Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah, Joe. So, yeah, that is the goal, but... Um, it's just you need... I, my main goal is real estate. That's why I'm mm-hmm. studying my real estate. So, like, I have a passion for photography. I have a passion for media but my angle is truly real estate i want to get into real estate development okay. so like the way to get there is through so i'm asking you is that like a long-term goal or is that one of your goals oh this is a short-term goal like probably so what's so tell me what your long-term goal is a long-term goal is the real estate development a short-term goal is getting my real estate license to sell real estate okay I feel like what about well, career-wise? Like, what do you want to do as a career? That's what I want to do. I want to build buildings. Oh, that's what we build. I want to build. Um, so basically, they're called mixed-use developments. So you have eat, work, play, live. That is the concept of mixed-use development. You live there, you work there, you play there, and you live there. All of that's in there, but it's all about creating the right infrastructure that people will want to stay within. Um, that like you have successful developments like the Avalon is in Alpharetta mm. and they have that it's a mixed use development they have hotels, high end stores shopping areas, parks you know all that and then people live in it and they have office buildings where people that live in it work in it. Mm. so they don't have to leave their community, supermarkets in there and everything Wow. So imagine not getting on a bus to go work every day. You know what I right. mean? Mm-hmm. I just feel like, especially in our community, minority community, I feel like if I can create something of that statue or of greatness like that, it'll only be up for us. So tell me, do you have any quotes you live by? Um, it's not Rihanna's, but Rihanna posted. Um, and it's uh, it was back in the day I still got to say somewhere. it says um, if your dream is not big enough I mean if your dream doesn't scare you then it's not big enough I don't know if I've actually seen that quote but I feel like I've heard it somewhere before it's a wrong quote if your dream is not if your dream doesn't scare you it's not big enough so, I know my dream scares me. It's intimidating, but mm-hmm. I know it's so big that I have to achieve it so I can get over that fear that I have for myself or whatever that is. Okay, so this is gonna get a little like personal, oh, no. just a little bit. Not, it's not, it's not, too, it's not too personal. Oh, okay. It's just, it's actually a question that can be asked to everyone. Okay. All right, like to the whole world, basically. So, what do you? think of when you hear the words Black Lives Matter? Um, I just think I I look at the cause, the movement, I feel like Black Lives Matter represents us as a whole and just our representation. It's not the fact that we're not, nobody's fighting for, well we are fighting for justice, but nobody's fighting for, you know, we're not fighting to get more. We're fighting to be equal. Right. And to be represented in a community the right way, the only way is to, like, I feel like, show people. Um, I just look at historic people in history. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. The only people that really got the world to change were people that shook it. Mm-hmm. So, Black Lives Matter is shaking the world, and some people are not going to accept that. A lot of people are going to resist to that, but majority is winning and that shows love wins in the end you know everybody loves saying love wins love wins and we gotta love each other for no matter what race we are and that's how I feel about Black Lives Matter we just want to be represented equal equal pay equal rights we want to be 
you know, I want to be able to walk in. Like, do you know how awkward it is to walk into a supermarket that is not my area? And they're looking at me like I got three heads just because I want to eat healthy. And I don't usually like the supermarkets in my area because of produce or things like that. That doesn't happen to be the best. They they look at me like I got three heads. It's the most awkward feeling. Or when you go in a place and someone asks you, do you need something? I actually had a It's just horrible. Like, I actually had a podcast called Colorism. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about being... Just being defined by our skin color. Like, if if me and you, right, Mm -hmm. go to apply to, like, a basic job. Let's say, like, a, a supermarket or something. Yeah. Right? They will see my skin color and they will automatically hire me first. Yeah. Why? Because I'm light skinned. But once they look at the application and see my last name, they're gonna be like, oh no, she gotta go. Yeah. They're gonna let me go right on the spot. You know how it's like so fucked up. Like, it's like just because I'm light skinned, people define me as Caucasian. Mm-hmm. But I'm not Caucasian. Right. And that's what, what I mean by like when somebody judges somebody by their cover. Like, never judge a book by its cover. Instead of, like, getting to know somebody and actually speaking to them and trying to see, feel their vibe, see where they come from, they just look at you for your skin color. Yeah. It's like everywhere you go, you can't be in peace. I feel like the discrimination needs to stop, the violence. There's a lot of violence going on. With that being said, how do you feel about all the... All the artists, the young artists in music that just died this year. No, last year. There was so many. Um, I just feel like me and someone really close to me have a love-hate relationship about it. Like, I feel really bad that a lot of artists, like, some of them had a passes. To me, I just feel like it just shows the trauma within our community. Pop Smoke Hill. Um, you got people that overdose, suicide, things like that. All of those are mental things and oppression that we've dealt with in our community. And I don't think some artists do enough of showing that because, one, it'll look weak. But I don't know. I feel like. SZA and Summer Walker have been changing that mind state in a sense. Like, they've been showing, like, and I, I feel like that's why people connect with SZA or Summer Walker or certain artists like Gideon. Because right. they connect with you on a different level, on a mental level. Right. And I feel like some people, rappers, artists, they need to start getting into that. Because you could truly change our mindset if, you know, we start to think just a little differently. Now, I do believe I for I or, you know, peace for peace, whatever you want to call it, you know. But at the end of the day, I don't think we should kill each other over senseless things. Exactly. I was just I was just talking about this to somebody else. It's the words they use. It's like you're talking about killing this person, shooting guns, sex, drugs. That's all they talk about. There's no, first of all, whatever you speak into existence will manifest. So if you say you gonna kill such and such, and then they gonna have to, like, for example, um, goddamn Moneybag Yo was saying some shit about cut his legs off, some shit like that. <laughs> like, you realize you saying that shit, somebody will actually do that to you. That's going to manifest everything that you say. So if you speak negatively upon yourself, let's say, I'm not going to be able to make a million dollars. Or I'm not going to be able to make this. You keep saying that into existence, it's going to happen. The more and more you say something, it's going to happen. It's a lot. I have so many words about the artist that passed away. To be honest, it's just, it's sickening. How do you feel, Brian? I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the music. I'm sick of hip hop because of that. And I and I like hip hop. That's not hip hop. Talking about killing somebody's family, selling drugs, 
fucking bitches. You know, like, but the reason why I feel like people connect to it and the reason why that's a part of hip-hop in a sense mm-hmm. is the fact that they're showcasing the trauma they go through. So, like, some people don't understand, like, some people really live like that. Now, not everybody lives like that. And that's they what I'm saying, out. but a lot of these new artists They don't. The only artist that I support that actually live like that that's new is Lil Baby. Lil Baby actually grew up in the streets. It was hard for him. If you there's a couple documentaries and little short videos on what he actually went through. You know what I mean? So I actually respect his music. Have you heard the song The Bigger Picture? Yeah. That shit he was talking about what's actually happening to us. And I love that song. He said the only way for him to be able to have a voice is through music. Mm-hmm. And I think artists need to start doing that now. Like and he said, like it's a way being scared to go outside, go in your car. You can't. You feel like when you go in your car, you, you go anywhere. You feel like you're gonna be stuck. One of my best friends, grandmother, used to always say she don't want to do nothing. That have to, she have to look over her shoulder, and I feel the same way. So I try my best to move with the. I'm not saying I mean definitely not. But I'm not going to put myself in a predicament that I know I'm going to have to look over my shoulder for like people out to get me or somebody going to come back or somebody going to get me because I got somebody or because I ain't getting a guy that they ain't get me and got me. But yeah. It's just. It's just ridiculous. The government's corrupt. The first of all, everybody in politics, all the politicians are with you. It's everything's it's like when we were. I think it was the last time I was here. We were watching the debate mm-hmm. on Joe Biden and Donald Trump. If you while we were watching this, they were acting like regular ass people. Am I right or wrong? There was no nothing t- being talked about what's actually going to help the country. W- what changes are going to be made? They're just screaming and hollering and being stupid on the They got plans. They got plans. They got this. They got that. But I just feel like that in itself, I just feel like everything is a business in this and world. That's, that's why when I asked you, what do you think of when you hear Black Lives Matter? When I hear Black Lives Matter, I also hear business as a business because whatever you see on the news, if you notice what you see on the news, you see it. I'm not trying to be racist, but it's Caucasian people on the TV. When you see Black Lives Matter movements, that's they only show them. Where's the other people that actually are trying to change, not people who are destroying buildings and... What is that doing? What is that doing? Yeah. They're only talking about police brutality. That's what they're advertising so much of. But there's a lot of kids of color that are killing each other over petty shit every day. I, I, I feel what you're saying. But I also feel like that all goes back like to the representation. everyone within the community should come together. No, it just goes back to the representation part. Think about it like this. The reason why they showcase that stuff over black people killing themselves is one, Mm -hmm. it's already a thing. People know that. People are not believing the fact that the police are killing black people and that it's a normal thing. Right. It's been going on for generations to come. And that's why they're showing that. So that as well as you have to show like the fact that how come a white person can have an interaction with the police how come those aren't televised it was those aren't televised for not for i don't feel like for business purposes Mm -hmm. because the interactions are a lot different than how they are with black people so you can't even show a comparison if this was a white person and a black person because we pull out the amount of videos we got on black people getting beat up compared to white people getting beat up by cops, they wouldn't even amount to the same. So I, I just feel like that all goes back to where I feel like everything has its own entity in itself. 
like Black Lives Matter is a business at the end of the day. They receive funds to continue their movement and spread their word. That that is their business. But do I feel like the Black Lives Matter movement is affecting the way people think or something like that negatively or anything like that? No. And I never felt that way. And even the people that's showcasing like people breaking shit down or talking about how they need to get rid of the police and shit like that. Like it's like people gotta really think. Are they gonna get rid of the police? Like come on. Like now, I would never think get rid of the police, but I do think the whole fucking structure needs to change. Right. They can be the police because we had the police in every other fucking country. Right. But they don't act like our police. Mm. They are a little more extra. Just a little bit. Well, it, it depending on, on the country. country. D- Dubai is serious. And I would say, and and I would say that all goes to training as well. Mm-hmm. We'd have to train. It's a different type of infrastructure. We're a land of free people. We have different minorities. Just like I was watching, um, I forgot what interview it was, but the people in the interview were talking about um, how they felt like we need to come together and. Oh, damn, what was I know. We can go back to um, What was I just saying? We was just talking about the, the movement, the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. It's structure. You said it's structure. It needs to be changed. Yeah. One thing that you're talking about, all the structure. Never went to practice Oh, there we go. So she was, um, this lady, she was on this uh, video show, something I was, podcast, something I was listening to. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how police need to work in the area they live like nine times out of ten years this area would be a lot safer and you feel a lot more comfortable in the community if you got police that live in your area not people that live in we live in Georgia so I'm in DeKalb County and I got police that don't even live in my county like they from they live in Marietta live over there in Cobb yeah. And they out here in my county terrorizing everybody in my community. Right. Because they don't know what goes on in my community. They don't know how people move. Yeah, you're you, know, you you supposed to be in town. Or you're supposed to be in the cab. Go in your county and feel comfortable. And then I also feel like with that as well, there also needs to be training on how you deal with people. Because even that can bring stuff. Because if you have a majority white community, then all the police work in that community. Most racist. Stay out of my damn community. Type energy. I don't like that. See, think about it. So I just feel like there needs to be a plan done, and something needs to be changed. Yeah, so there needs to be a change. I don't have that plan yet, but something needs to be changed. Yeah, I feel like everybody needs to come together in order for that change to happen. Okay. And for us to all come together. That's what we all to get everybody in the whole, just the whole goddamn planet. Yeah. Because everybody in other countries is racist. Everybody over here is like, that's the thing. Racism. That all started a long time ago. We, first of all, we were all one. We were all peaceful at one time. Then the Europeans came. A lot of us have European bloodline, including myself. Why am I light skinned? Puerto Ricans and Colombians, like natural, true. And that's one thing that a lot of people think negatively about the world. That's what leads to that. People think negative about themselves, negative about the world, and that's what I think COVID is. Everyone being on a negative frequency. 
why do you think it goes away so fast? You can catch it and it can go away. Why not? What do you think about the um vaccine? I'm not taking it. I just don't do. They have three different companies. And the reason why I stopped doing vaccines when I was in was in high school. Mm-hmm. My health education teacher came in. And we having a class about STDs and whatnot. And she's mm-hmm. like, I do not do vaccines though. Sorry, guys. And she was explaining like. I get the fact that it's supposed to be a dead virus or whatever they put in a vaccine to make it a vaccine. But what are you putting really into my body? I didn't see anybody make this. I don't know. You know? I don't. I, I don't want to know because I don't do. I'm not getting the vaccine first of all. That's all I mentioned because I wanted to see what your opinion was on this. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to take their family, their parents, to go take the vaccine. I was watching uh, Fat Joe's podcast, and he was saying that he had take he took his parents to go get the vaccine because they're you know they're old they're over sixty five, and it's just are you sure you want to do that? The virus, first of all, they put the virus in the vaccine because it gets into your cells, and they want your body to get a taste of it, to get used to it, to be able to be immune to it. And the only way in order to get immune to it is if you have the virus. So they're trying to expose us to it. And nine times out of ten, if you're thinking negatively, it's going to be So if you're not on the right state of mind, I suggest you do not take that vaccine. Um, I suggest you don't take the vaccine, period. I really don't think it helps. I just feel like you need to stay clean. Uh, just wash your hands, take a shower, uh, brush your teeth, clean shit. You know what I mean? Just take care of yourself. If you're not taking care of yourself, then you're going to catch COVID eventually. It will go away. It will go away if you take care of yourself. That's all you got to do, man. <laughs> yeah. So, um, tell me, when it comes to wardrobe, what is the accessory that you need to have? My coat. Why your coat? Girl, my coat is Do we got to see the coat? Yes. Yes, let's show us the coat. Show us the coat. Show us the coat. Hey, show us the coat. Yes, show us the code. Show us the code. Show us the code. Wow. Oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yes. That's your So big, she can't fit in the camera, girl. Oh, no. Oh. But yeah, that's, that's the ball. It says movie recording has been stopped automatically. The maximum recording time has been. Oh. <laughs> That's why. Oh, Damn. Um, so I guess we'll no, no, at no. least Hold save on. that and then yeah, it'll save it. Yeah. But that's what I was gonna say. We could just start. It. I have that clip and then cut into another clip and then I would just come out and cut whatever needs to be cut. Yeah. You don't need anything to drink before we start? Yeah. 
Make sure you check out all his pictures. Leave a like, leave a comment. Fabulous pictures. Fabulous. That's all we do here. We need to look good at all times. Here. All right. So where we at now? Okay. So let's put that right there. What is your favorite food to eat? Oh, that's a hard one. It's between Asian and Jamaican food. I try to stay away from Asian food because my mother's allergic to soy and it's in about 92% of everything Asian. But Jamaican food, keep it all the time. So um, fish, things like that. I've been trying to be more pescatarian so I've been cooking a lot of bread snackers and things like that. It's been great. I'm really well really don't matter, but I do have favorite types of cuisine, which is Jamaican and Asian. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite dish to cook? Favorite dish to cook mm-hmm. is between rasta pasta or stuffed fish. Jamaican stuffed fish. Mm-hmm. I'll stuff it with like okra, carrots, scotch bonnet pepper, seasoning it up with a nice location and Caribbean seafood. Were you ever once a chef or would you like to become one? No. Um, or open a restaurant or something like I that? I don't know. Would I'm you? not sure. I, honestly, when I think about food, I think about New York. Food mm-hmm. reminds me of New York. And New York, I've seen a lot of food be made. So, so um, what's your favorite spot in New York, dude? Um, it's either, I'm either going to a deli or a Chinese food restaurant. Mm-hmm. That's like almost every other day thing. Bacon, right. egg, and cheese or... Yep, that's tradition. Chicken wings with pork crab. Ooh, yes. Four chicken wings, fried hog, barbecue sauce, and ketchup. <laughs> Ooh, very specific. Mm-hmm. So, when it comes to liquor, what's your what's your favorite of choice? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, do you like to drink it straight, or do you like a mix? Yeah. I like margaritas. Do you like flavored margaritas? Yeah, I like them flavored, but mm-hmm. a traditional margarita do be just fine most times. I don't really like strawberry unless it's frozen. Um, but a blueberry margarita, who wanna fight? Oh, yes. Com. I, I want a blueberry margarita. <laughs> but anyway, so let's get back to what we were talking about. So tell me, do you have any favorite artists right now? Um, my favorite artist is Rihanna when it comes to music. Mm-hmm. Rihanna. Um, she's always been my favorite um, since the beginning of me now, <laughs> since she came out. But like, I love Rihanna. That's why I'm, I pray. You got the album, girl. Drop this motherfucking album. <laughs> What's but, your song of choice when it comes to your album? Um, <clears throat> Cold Case Love. I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. And it sounds really like cliche. It's either work or diamonds. Okay. Love them. It's okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's his favorite. He is very passionate about that. So tell me, um, what do you think about Megan Thee Stallion and the whole situation with Tory Lanez? Megan shot Tory, and that's on my mother, y'all. Oh. I'm dead, y'all. But yeah, um, I think 
Oh wait, I said it the wrong way. Damn. Tory shot mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That would be funny though. Leave that though. <laughs> no, but I think that whole situation is so messy. I feel like he just needs to stop playing and admit what he did. Yeah, that and that's how I feel. Like, mm-hmm. But I feel like if he ain't gonna admit it, niggas need to just be quiet and let this case roll out. Mm-hmm. And the women shall prevail. And I would love to see the women in the end. Mm-hmm. But honestly, in my opinion, it's not going to be true. But? Mm-hmm. You think this is, it could be a possibility? No. No. Okay. I believe there is no possibility either. I just believe he's just trying to cover it up. Because he went on IG and he was on live talking about Megan still his friend. And she clearly posted that she is not friends with this mm-hmm. one. And on top of that, like, why would, why would somebody lie about that? Like, that's not something to play with. That man could go to jail. I don't know how many years, but I know he's going to be doing some time. That would be messed up to lie on some man and say some man shot you. And that's how mm-hmm. I feel. So, like, why, why would she take the time out of her red light and say you shot her? Like, mm-hmm. this is not a... Uh, this is not the right time to lie about shooting someone. People are millions and millions of people are dying, not just because of COVID, or a lot of viruses, anything. Like a lot of people are dying. Gun violence, suicide. Don't think so. Tory, Tory shot him. Tory leaves his extra. He shot him. So what do you think, so actually before I even say what do you think, the other day I was reading this article about T.I. and Tiny. Listen to this, this shit about to get serious. T.I. and Tiny were sex trafficking young girls by the age of 15 ranging to 20 years old. And he was offering them molly and cocaine. And these children, hear me out, these children were so fucked up off these drugs that they couldn't even get up and walk. They look like zombies. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm going I'm to say allegedly at the end. But this is what I read. It did say in the article allegedly. So there's no physical evidence, but there are 30 plus females that are posting all over the internet their story. I don't know whether it's because of attention. I don't know whether it's because they didn't get no money out the deal. Because a lot of people are messy like that. I don't want y'all to go ahead and just throw T.I. and Tiny under the bus. Because at first I did. But I took the time to really think about it and I was just like it could be a possibility that ain't but at the same time, yeah, with a lot of shit, them. exactly, with a, there's some messy shit going on in the industry, mm-hmm. There's a lot of drugs going on. When it comes to the industry, there's going to be drugs around. Especially if you are a rapper, especially if you're an R&B artist, or whatever genre, in fact. Drugs are involved. It's, and it's sad because a lot of these kids, like I was just talking to you about the artists that are dying, are dying because of drug overdose. That's one of the main problems within the community right now. Mm-hmm. What's re- what music does for the world, it, it gives people a sense of release. A lot of the artists like to release their emotions. Some artists release their emotions negatively. And that affects a lot of kids. Because kids are the ones that are listening to this kind of music. Is that how you want your child to to act? Mm -hmm. And a lot of these artists have kids. Like King Bond, he had a child. I don't know if you saw on the internet, but his child was playing with a gun. He know how to reload that motherfucker. He know how to shoot. And he know how to aim that bitch. 
it's sad because his I don't know if it's his baby mama or his sister that's posting these videos of the child, but that's that's not what you should be showing these kids. Kids need to learn how to be a kid first. You notice a lot of the kids now in this generation. When I was 12 years old, I was not having cleavage out, showing titties and ass, playing with guns, not even thinking about guns, not experimenting with drugs and stuff. What, what is going on with this generation? I feel like over the years, it's been getting worse. I feel like drugs, violence has been, uh, and sex has been advertised too much lately. I feel like the LGBT community is being disrespected a lot lately as well. I feel like we're not getting the respect and the love that we deserve. First of all, God's supposed to love everyone for those of people that are religious. And if you're spiritual, you're supposed to love yourself. If you don't love yourself, you can't love nobody else. You can't have no friends. I, I'm sorry, y'all. It had to be said. There's just so much negative things out in the world. And I feel like people need to look at the world differently. So, tell me. Um, when it comes to being alone and by yourself. And when you, when you first wake up. What's the first thing you think about? Cause a lot of people like when they when they first wake up. Myself, how am I gonna start my day? Mm-hmm. I really just try to get my mind together. Mm-hmm. You know. So how would you get your mind together? Do you need to listen to some Hit music? Blunt, smoke a blunt. Right. Um. Not gonna lie, I'm one of those people that as soon as I wake up, I flip on Instagram. But usually it's flip on Instagram for about five minutes and then I hit the line. But definitely hit the line. And then I clear my mind. And then decide what or how I should go about my day. I like to ease into my days. I feel that. I feel like people just rush things instead of just trying to think. Like, you gotta have a plan when you get them. So that's why I asked you, what's the first thing you think of? Do you plan? Do you plan or are you just go, just wing Oh, no. I use into it that I plan it. I've learned to plan it. I used to be a person that just wing things, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like when you wing it, you're a little less organized. Yeah. So when you plan things out, it's a lot easier to keep track of things in mind. Bills, your stuff, your life. Yeah. When you remember it now, let me make a point and take care of myself. Remember that. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been doing with myself. So there's a lot of people that are struggling during this pandemic right now. What are some positive words or uplifting words you would say to those people who are feeling down and trying to pick themselves back up? Um, during this pandemic, I'm going to tell people, like, don't limit yourself. If you're still in your house, you need to leave. Or she'll compromise in your system. But you need to leave your house. <laughs> um, you need to do something to uplift yourself, whether that be you sit at a restaurant for the man's fun, be on part time, and enjoy food mm-hmm. and get your life. But I feel like people need to take care of themselves. People need to stop limiting themselves because there's a pandemic. Yes, there's a pandemic, but don't let a pandemic stop you or stop your life because it's not stopping a lot of other people's lives. And a lot of people are alive and well and kicking and moving in the streets, shaking and baking. Um, there was like an older lady, I think she was like, I don't know if she was like 99 or something, but she's alive. There's a bunch of old people at Trump rather saying yeah, they think it's fair. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, right. You know, um I just I I really D 
do what you gotta do, grind, and stay happy. Happiness is key. Happiness is the key to everything. You do everything with the happiest mindset. Peace of mind. Peace of So the other night, um, I told you I had went over to Barry's house. Um, we were playing Mentally Stimulate Me, and one of the questions was, what are the most important things to you from least to greatest? And the options were money, peace of mind, family, and there was another one. I forgot what that other one was. But if I had to put those in order, I would put money's the least. Peace of mind is definitely the greatest. Because you can't have money without peace of mind. Because yeah. money, money, first of all, like Biggie said, more money, more problems. Money causes a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Money is what's controlling people. So how would you put that into in from these cigarettes? Um. Your options are money. He's oh. Now I remember what the other option was. It was money, peace of mind, love, and family. How would you put that in From least to greatest. I would put peace of mind, family, love, money. That's from least to greatest? Oh, least to greatest. Yeah. Um, so what's your least, your first? It's either money and love, y'all. i be honest. It's a little hard for us. I don't know if I'm ever getting married. I definitely would. You know what? I since I just remember what that option was, I definitely put love as my least because I don't fuck with somebody you don't want to be in that. You you don't gotta like me. I don't feel like I I, I feel like when you have peace of mind, mm-hmm. you have money, mm-hmm. you have your family, mm-hmm. all of that will align itself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, is that the least thing I'm looking for? Yeah, love is the least thing I'm looking for because I feel like for somebody to find love, you need to be mentally stable first. You need to be financially stable. You need to be because when you have a girlfriend or boyfriend, anything like that, they gonna eat your money. Right, but you need to love yourself. Like, how can exactly. you love yourself and love others if you find that peace of mind within yourself, exactly. within your family? That's why I put love last. Peace of mind is first. Mm-hmm. It's the greatest. So I can't have love without peace of mind. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I feel like this America, when it comes to monogamy, monogamy to me is ridiculous. <laughs> You're getting married to give somebody half your money, basically. Well, it's a partnership. Because think about think of it this way. You have a husband, right? The motherfucker cheat on you. Let's say your husband cheat on you, right? And y'all want to get a divorce. You spending money on the divorce for what? I get that, but I feel like it also goes on. Why, how why you do you have to have the titles What I'm saying is, it's not about the title. Mm-hmm. I, I think it, well, for some people it is. But in my mind, it's not about the time. It's about the status, the partnership, the bond you build. Because if you decide to be together, you're wanting to do half and half to everything from this point on. Because you're See, getting I would do that so. if I had kids. For people who don't have kids, I suggest you need to be by yourself. You need to get your career going first and live your life first. Because that's what my mama told me. My mama told me, I'm young. I ain't got no kids. I gotta live my life. She ain't get to live her life. There's a lot of people that ain't get to live her life. Because they want to rush things. And that's my point when I was talking about kids in this generation. They want to start fucking. They want to start doing all this. When they don't know how to be a fucking kid first. Be your age first. Just 
Don't okay. rush to grow up. Okay. And children don't understand, mm -hmm. but I, I, I don't think they understand because I don't know. I felt like I didn't understand at one point. Yeah. And I felt like I understood when I reached 20. I started Like, what happened to kids that used to just go out and play? Everybody's. Hold on, where's it at? Everybody's on this. This, this right here. Oh, <laughs> I'm dead. This is bloopers. This is bloopers. <laughs> oh, that looks fine. We can leave it like, yeah. We already had it on for so long, but back to this device. This device is us. Anything that this thing can do, we can do. We are smart enough than this device. This device, everything that we think, this device knows. It knows everything about us. We're being recorded on this device right now. What's that right there? We're being recorded. We're being watched. We're being watched. We're being watched. It's like, when it comes to the world, there's no privacy. It, and it is like that. Um, I don't know. Like, how does I, it feel like to know that you're being watched? I try not to focus on it. I feel like one of these days I'm gonna be one of those people that take up all my cameras. You know? mm -hmm. But until then, I try my best not to worry about it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, um, because I, I definitely am feeling it's happening. You've seen companies like Google get sued for dumb things. Like, I don't know if you remember about four or five years ago, Google actually got sued because mm. of Google Photos. Uh -huh. It was this thing. And when you would take pictures on your phone, it would tag your location. So some people would post explicit pictures of themselves or I'm in a bra and panties, and Google would tag the phone based on their location, not knowing, right? Mm, so, that's like, say they had a hotel taking a picture in the mirror, tag, it's now on Google Images and on Google Maps when I type in this hotel or this place, and I see a picture of this person in the mirror like that, bra and panties. So, yeah, got to. So, I do know it's happening, but. It's kind of like, you got to do your best to protect yourself and, and not put yourself It's up. like social media, social media. Back in the day, there was no social media. Back in the day, you had, it was hardly any cell phones around back in the day. There was beepers. Goddamn, what else they had? Um, some of the shit they used to have back in the day. Uh, no, I'm talking like, we, we talking back before the 80s, before the 80s. Uh, I thought it was just Unless there was something else. Mm-mm, not them. Uh, we're the ones that had the sidekicks and the, mm -hmm. and the whatnots and the whatnots. Uh, the blackberries. Sidekicks, blackberries. And there was something else. The razor phones. A lot of people mm -hmm. had those razor phones. The razor phones. That was, that was mad popular. Then iPhone started coming out. Mm -hmm. The first iPhone was the worst phone ever made in history. The if it wasn't past the 5S, everything before that, those were horrible phones. Mm -hmm. Apple itself is a horrible phone. You can't even fucking put an SD card, the batteries built into it. You can't fucking do shit with this. You going to have to throw the whole phone away. You can't even replace it. With the new ones? Oh, man. They just fucking everything Got rid of the headphone up. jack. Got rid of the SD card slot. They just, co they they just copied each other. Just follow an iPhone for stuff. Like, hey, y'all, let's do this, too. Just copying each other. That's the thing. There's no originality in the world now. Mm -hmm. Everybody's just copying each other now. Yeah. We're fractals. You know what a fractal is? No. A fractal is basically... Everybody's a clone of each other. So whatever somebody else do, there's another person that does that. Yeah. Or same personality. Say they dress the same. They walk the same. They talk the same. Yeah. They could be somebody just like you in a whole other country. Just like you. That's 
So everybody is a, a lot of people are a reflection of something else. That's what a fractal is, a reflection. I get it. So tell me, um, in school, what was your favorite subject? My favorite subject was art. And if it was like academic subject, math. Um, I was always good at math. I'm a numbers person. Mm -hmm. All I do is think numbers. You know how people think uh, reading books, put shit together like that, words together. I can't do that, but I can do that with numbers. Okay, okay. So when it comes to traveling, where would you love to travel that you haven't been to yet? Jamaica. Oh, really? So what would the first thing you would do when you go to Jamaica? Eat. Fish. <laughs> mm-hmm. You want to try to catch your own fish? Have you that been fishing be before? Cute. Yeah. How was it? My dad doesn't catch fish. He just waits there for them to bite it. And really? It. No, he just saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking dead. So, um, yeah, bro. Okay. But he took me fishing, so I actually got to experience how to do the lime and the bait, but I would love to have caught a fish. Never caught one. Okay. I felt just like, you know, the, the closest thing to catching a fish was the fishing game back in the day. Okay. Look on Facebook. Look fishing game. I know what you're talking about. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> okay, so when it comes to relationships, right, what's the first thing you look for in someone? Um, authenticity. Mm-hmm. Realness. Mm. Well, they're still the same. Authenticity. Definitely beauty. Um, and a third. Something going for themselves. Like mm, I like that. Like, That's I, the one. I don't. I don't want to pick me up or fix me up or nothing like that. Right. I just. I won't even mind building with somebody, but I do. You don't want to have to pick up You don't want to have somebody Weigh you down I don't need more baggage We like When it comes to like relationships It's like Baby You gotta have your shit together If I need to have my shit together You need to have your shit together I agree Like I can't I don't have time to play Mm -hmm. With you you're gonna play with me. I'm going to go. <laughs> like there is no beating around the bush. I'm I'm finna to go. <laughs> you gotta go through the door. I don't even care no more. <laughs> like I'm not playing with you. I'm not. There's no second chance. There's no three strikes. You're out. This ain't no baseball game. <laughs> Period. You're like you're not getting a timeout. None of it. Okay, so. Okay. And let's go to Okay. Our girl. Oh, damn. <laughs> I be going. I be on the go. I'm sorry. All right, it's your girl, Raya X. And this was Aaron King. It was a pleasure to have you on the show. I, he definitely will be returning. It was definitely fun. Peace and love. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. It is R-X-W-R-L-D-D. Say your Instagram. It's A-A-R-O-N-K-I-N-G. Period. And make sure you go on my website. That ain't it. Oh, damn. (laughs) A-A-R-O-N-K-I-N-G. Period. Period. I-N-C. Don't forget the I-N-C. And make sure you also visit my website. look like this one. Oh wait, no. Wait. I definitely cover. What I can't make. Ah. Can't end it right there, man. Yeah.
Yeah. That was fun.